Today's episode of Inside the Wires is brought to you by Xenon Paddle. All Xenon Paddles have been designed and engineered by a paddle player right here in the USA. Take your game to the next level. Play with Xenon. For more information, visit xenonpaddle.com. Welcome to Inside the Wires. Hands down, the best podcast in all of racket sports. Listener discretion may be advised for a younger audience. Welcome back to Inside the Wires, the best show in all of racket sports. Over the course of the next few interviews, we're bringing you a star-studded lineup. Welcome to Champions Week on the podcast. Today we have the 2020 national champion, Marcela Redesno, a quiet player on tour this year. She quickly asserted herself as one of the top players in the game. She actually took a couple of years off prior to winning nationals. And so without further ado, here's Marcela. All right, welcome back. We're pleased to have with us on the show the one half of the 2020 National Women's Champion Ship Team, Marcella. And just for Marshall Chapin's benefit, when he announces the uh, the participants, Marcella, how do you pronounce your last name? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Uh, it's Rodesno. Rodesno. Most of the people pronounce it. They put the N before the Z, but it's the Z before the N, so it's Rodesno. There we go. Now we have it. So, so, so Marshall and whoever other other judges are uh, announcing competitors now now have it uh, now have it easy for them. Well, th- thanks again for, for being on with us today, Marcel. We appreciate it. Um, tell us a bit about uh, about your background. Okay, so I'm originally from El Salvador. I grew up there, and I was number one singles and doubles for my country. I represented my country in national, you know competitions at Fed Cup and at the ITF tournaments and then I came to college to South Carolina State in uh, in South Carolina obviously and then I played there graduated and I came to Connecticut to to work. I always and then, used, uh, Marcella, just real quick, I yeah. always used to think I had a great accent. And then we've spoken to you and Anna <laughs> and Martin and Johan. Uh, so much cooler, so much cooler. Uh, we no, decided, we decided nice. Ben's accent is no good now. Only on only when we do outtakes does his accent go. <laughs> well, thank you. I don't like my accent, but <laughs> so thank uh, you and, for saying that. So, and, and so I came you, to Connecticut. I'm sorry. Where, where did you go to college at uh, before that? So before in South you, Carolina, I went to South Carolina State University. Okay. It's in a, in a small city in Orangeport, it's like 45 minutes from Columbia. So I, I went there to school and then played tennis for the team. Okay. And, w- and what's it like going from El Salvador to South Carolina? Well, it was a little bit shocking at the beginning. <laughs> but, <laughs> but to be honest, you know, they were the best four years of my life. You know, we made great friends, you know, from all over the world. Most of the tennis team were international students, you know, most of them from Europe. So it, we had a great time and, and a very nice experience. There you go. And uh, just to connect some of the dots too, there was uh, 
a couple of other uh, pretty top top tier paddle players that that were top tennis players within El Salvador at the same time, right? Yes, Liz Cruz and Miriam Cruz. Right, that's something. Yes, we that's know a... each other since we are ten years old. <laughs> wow, is yeah, is Liz Cruz gonna come back this year? Yes, oh. <laughs> she's ready. <laughs> what about do, do we know if Gabby's and, coming back too? I, I think they are. Yes, oh, they are boy. eager to come back next season. So it's gonna be fun. <laughs> Absolutely. I, you know what? I've been saying it for a while. I think the women's game is, you know, in one of the best spots it's been in a couple of years. And, you know, th- this year especially, it was so competitive, but adding them as a team back, it'll, uh, yes. big expectations was, if we can, if we can get to, you know, next year's paddle season. Yeah, that's true. And I, I work with Liz and I was telling her, thank you for not playing this year. That gave us a chance to win. <laughs> <laughs> she was laughing. <laughs> now, what, yeah, club, I, what club are you yeah. at? I teach at the Patterson Club in Fairfield. Oh, great. In great, yeah. great tournament out of the Patterson Club, too, every year earlier in the season. Yes, yes. I've played it a couple times. But uh, so what? what is your pre-tournament or pre-season kind of routine look like? Do you do anything to get, you know, get season ready or do you practice over the summer or anything like that? To be honest, we, I don't practice in the summer. <laughs> and we don't really have a routine, you know, to practice before the season starts neither. Uh, we just and this year was actually, um, you know, we ended up with playing with Macy by accident. I was supposed supposed to play with Mia and Cruz, but she was pregnant, so we couldn't play. And I didn't have a partner, so we kind of got together in the last second with Macy, and it just worked out fine. But we didn't, you know, practice before. We just play one tournament, we did well, and then decided to continue for the entire season. That's great. You yeah, it, was, it was a lot of fun watching you guys this year. I've watched, I watched you guys at a couple of tournaments. So will you tell us, and Blake was, Blake was saying how good the, the women's game is right now, the, the atmosphere playing at Macy's Club at Nationals. That, that was just amazing. I wasn't on the court, but it, it seemed like it was going to be really cool. Yes, it was, it was an amazing feeling. You know, I'm one of the players that don't like to be playing in front of an audience. Uh, I was always a little bit on the, side, the shy side. You, you should come to, to my honest, matches I really, then. <laughs> but I really, really enjoy. I really, really enjoy playing. You know that final, especially because everyone was cheering for us. So it, it was a very nice, nice feeling. And I think um, the audience was what is, you know, it kept us going and fighting for every point. But so as, it was a very special national. As as shy as you seem, Macy seemed to really kind of revel in it. She enjoyed it, right? Yes, yes. She she, <laughs> she loved it. <laughs> she um, sits on it. <laughs> so. How does this year, how does approaching this coming season change for you guys? Because you know, last year you guys were kind of underdogs, but this year you have got one hell of a target on your back. So, you know, what changes? Well, I think, you know, we, we need to make some changes in our game. You know, we want to continue doing what we are doing, but we also know that we had to develop more, you know, more weapons on my side, for example. I know I had to work on my overhead and bring more spins to it. Because everyone, like you said, is you know, be, uh, it's very competitive and everyone is getting better. So we need to bring more more things to our game. So we need to work hard, I think, because now, like you said, now they know us. So everyone will want to beat the national champions of 2019. So <laughs> we've had to keep practicing hard. Sure. No, that makes sense. What? Um, and and know you say you don't you don't really do much heading into the season. But what about? Uh, a pre-match routine as a, as obviously a, an elite level player. Do you do anything special uh, 
just show up to the game and, and play really well, or is there something that goes into uh, routine before a big match? She just rocks up. And no, we people. do have a routine with Macy. <laughs> we do have a routine. You know, we, well, if we are, you know, if we had to drive, we, we try to park one of our cars somewhere and then drive together. And we listen, we listen to two songs that help us in our heads, you know, to stay focused. So one was, Andrea Bocelli's song, <laughs> and then we will end up with uh, Adrenalina. I don't know if you heard that song, that we would compass up before a match, and then that was pretty much it, and then a good warm-up, and then go on the court. <laughs> let, let, me, let me guess, from now you're going to add uh, Queens, We Are the Champions to that afterwards? No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> that's funny. Now we can add it, yes. There you go. <laughs> we didn't even get to enjoy it as much because of what's going on. But. <laughs> sure. So it was Andrea, yeah. Andrea Bocelli, and who else do you listen to? So we first, we listen to that one. It's like a nice, you know, calming song. And then we listen to Adrenalina, which was the last work of the soccer song. And then, so that was that one is, is pumping us up, you know, before the match. Oh, I don't know, <laughs> but I'm going to search for it and, and we'll post it for everyone to listen to. There we go. Yeah, so we, we usually do that, yes, before every match. It, it seemed to seem to work pretty well this year, so that's good. Keep it, it keep worked, up the routine, yeah. right? Are you? Uh, are, <laughs> yes, are, yes. Are are you? Uh, uh, are you, you going to keep going to keep that same routine because it works so well for you? I think so. Yes. Yeah, you know, good. we are both tennis players, and we have the, all these crazy things that we do. You know, <laughs> that help us to to stay uh, confident. I guess you know. So we yes, we definitely keep doing that. And I think you know what also helps us is like we. You know, we, we didn't focus so much on winning. You know, we just focus on having fun and giving our best on the court. And, you know, we just focus on one point at a time. And one point took what took us to one, you know, one game. One game took, took uh, a, set, a set to a match. And, you know, little by little, we just got to the final. So I think, you know, we're just having fun there. That do was you, the, the key. Do you or Macy, when you guys are playing, do you have any little uh, superstitions that you always have? Like, crossing on the same side of the court or putting the water bottle in the same place or, you know? Uh, no, 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 not on the court. But before getting into the court, yes, we have these rituals of listening to the same things or going, you know, driving the same way, stuff like that. <laughs> but not the on the court. food for breakfast, all that stuff. <laughs> I do, yes. We actually do that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, hold on real quick. Keep, I wanna, keep, keep it up. Wanna, it's working well, so. I want to touch I on something. <laughs> that Marcel mentioned before, and that's, you know, when they, they're in matches, they're just kind of, they're not focused on winning. And I think a lot of people mm -hmm. who are listening to this podcast can benefit from that. A lot of people go out in matches and they just try to win, which is obviously the goal. But, yeah. um, you know, I think I mentioned it episode one when I was getting interviewed that, you know, you can kind of control almost every match you're in, in a sense, as long as you kind of play within yourself. So, you know, I think that's really exactly. good for a lot of people to hear that you just go out there, you try to play your best and have fun. You know, if you stick to a plan and it works, great. If it doesn't exactly. work, the best players in, you know, in the country are the ones that can change the plan on the fly in order to make yeah. it work. So I think that's, uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's, that's really helpful for everybody out there. No, that's, that's yeah, great to hear. I always, I always tell yeah, like okay. my six-year-old when he plays soccer, I was like, did you listen to your coach? Yes. Did you work hard? Yes. Did you do everything you were told? Yes. Well, they still beat you. It happens. You know, you lose sometimes. Yeah. You can't control winning. Just so, be no. careful. Yeah, exactly. It might be lying like to if you. you put, if, you, <laughs> if you focus too much on winning, you, know, you put too much pressure on yourself and then you freeze and then you cannot really perform. So 
and believing that you know the results come on its own as long as you're giving your best and you know you just focus on one point at a time and I think that's why that's what we were able to do and and we didn't have any pressure you know we were nowhere yeah that's so, at the beginning of the season we were we were ghosts you know because no one knew who we were Right. And then, so we just have fun and laugh about it. But I think that's what, you know, it helps us to play better. I think, you know, we're more relaxed on the court and whatever happens, happens. And we just take it one point at a time all the time. Yeah. I, I think so for well me, said. Marcella, when I was watching, watching you guys at Nationals this year, it almost looked like you guys were destined to win it. But being on the court, <laughs> was there ever a time where you're like, oh, man, we're going to lose? You know, did you, you, know, did you yeah, at all? Yes. <laughs> we, I had that feeling when we played against Anna and Martina on quarterfinals. We were in the first set, we were up in a tiebreaker and we ended up losing it. And then I was a little bit down and I'm like, oh, Macy's like, Marcella, come on, what happened? And I said, I don't know, it's just, you know, I was bummed because the tiebreaker was so close and losing a set against Anna and Martina, you know, they're a very strong team, so it's very difficult to come back. So it was a little bit um, doubting, you know, if you could make it. But then Macy said something that, that helped me out. And she said, Marcella, let's just forget about it. Just let's just play our game. Let's have fun. And, that, and I said, you know what? You're right. Let's just play our game. So then we just loosen up a little bit more. You know, they had a couple of mistakes and that helped us to win that match. <laughs> so yeah. I think that was a key match. You know, that was a, more, a harder match than the semifinals, I think. So, so that kind of leads into uh, the next question. And, and you might have just given the answer, but who do you who do you hate playing as? Who do you, who do you look at on the draw and say, oh boy, that's gonna be that's gonna be a tougher match than I'd like to have right now? <laughs> well, it's difficult to play against Anna, you know, and Martina because Anna is so skillful. You know, she she has great hands, uh, but at the same time, I enjoy playing with them. She's she's a very fun person, and, and we get along, so it's it's fun in that sense. Um, I would say Jackie, you know, play. 16s are very difficult to play with me. They have very uh, good drives and it's hard to get into a rhythm with them, with Jackie and Lucy. I don't know their last names, but I think that's one of my toughest matches. Okay. Yeah, that's good. You just made you know, them Jackie famous. And Lucy, <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they drive the ball. They hit the ball so hard, so it, it's very difficult, you know, to hit, to get into a rhythm and the overheads they hit are very high also. So we had trouble with Macy getting used to that. But again, you know, I think Anna and Martina are one of the toughest teams. So, yeah. um, so you talk about different things that are more challenging to, to play against people. You know, they, they lob the ball well, whatever the case is. When you're working with, with club players, people at your club, if, if they say, you know, I, I got a big match coming up tomorrow, what's one thing I need to, uh, I need to fix that's going to help? What do you usually recommend that they make sure they do this, whatever that is, if they're going to have a better chance? You know, if you only fix one thing before a match, what what does that thing usually have people work on? Well, if, I think on just, you know, giving your opponent a chance to miss, like just to give them that extra shot and be a little bit more consistent. Okay. Just, we sometimes you know. try to go for it too much. So just be patient and then, you know, give, give your opponent an extra shot. It doesn't have to be, you know, the, the best shot ever. You just have to get it in yeah. and give them the chance to meet, yeah. Marcella, was the Jackie and Lucy you're talking about, is that Nutting and Williamson? I think so. We played them on round of 16. You beat them 6-2, uh, 7-6? Six, six? Yes. 
Yeah. Oh, Ben. Back check. Ben, ben was just guessing. That was off the top of his that head. That was right off the top of my head. I didn't look that I up think online. So, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's just hard. You know, they have very, very fast drive. So I found it hard to get into a rhythm. Well, that was through my powers of deduction because leading to that point, you dropped one game in four <laughs> matches. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, we, we so got Mar lucky. <laughs> so, Marcelo, we're going to ask, uh, ask you a couple categories here, and you can name your top player, top two players, however many you kind of want. Um, you know, we've done this in the past with the men's game. So, you know, who do you think out there has the best serve on the women's side? In the women's time, maybe Flo. Okay. Florentina. Yep. And Florentina and Anna, they're both like high and fast. So, but I think Florentina is a little bit more consistent with yeah. herself. And I think it's interesting. We we touched on when we um, when we interviewed your partner Macy. Um, I touched on her serve that I think it's super effective because it allows her to get get into the net, yeah. and she's a little more well prepared for the volley so i'm very curious to see if anybody's going to almost adapt that type of type of a serve, next serve yes well uh, i'm happy i don't have to deal with that because <laughs> she's on my side <laughs> yep i listen i say the same thing about my partner serve too it's a lot, <laughs> yeah. lot easier when when he's behind you moving up to the net than when you're on the other side yeah that's right <laughs> um so what about biggest forehand who is the biggest forehand in the women's game biggest forehand roxy I think I think that's got to be almost Boy. unanimous. She she can <laughs> yeah. she can crack that ball, and she's another one too this year that she wasn't playing with her normal uh, you know normal partner. Hard. So it'll be you know another another team that can jump you know jump right into uh, right. you know going deep in the tournaments. What about and this this is going to be an interesting one because there might not be a ton, but who's got the best cut shot on the women's side? Oh, maybe Roxy also. Roxy yeah. Florentina also was doing it this year. So I actually, Roxy. <laughs> I, I don't know if anybody knows this story. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it here, but I told Flor that for every cutter she hit during <laughs> a match that I'd pay her a dollar. Oh, and really? I actually, I actually <laughs> paid her. I paid her a decent amount this year. And when we got to nationals, it was double or nothing. So I <laughs> did she, she did have to pay a couple of times in our match. Nope, she didn't have to. There was no risk on her side. Oh, <laughs> just, just a risk of missing the shot, I guess. Right? Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> she can do it. She's got it, and yes. she hit it a little more often, I think, this year than than normal. And I think so too. She did. Exactly. Um, so yeah, the she last... did it a couple of times in our match. Yeah, and I think she did it, I, I want to say it was against you guys in the Philly final. Yeah, I think Philadelphia, but also in the Nationals she did it, I think once or twice. Yeah, yeah, that's why my wallet's so empty right now. <laughs> um, so the last, last category we're going to touch on is who out there do you think is the most underrated player on the tour? Underrated. Now it was you and Macy going into this season. Yes, which I think is <laughs> such a good question. Now, oh, that's a tough. That's a tough one. Underrated. I think I think there's a lot out there. 
Um, I think so too. <laughs> you know, it, there's it's, many many good players. You know, like every time you go on the court, it's like there's fifty percent chances you win, fifty percent chances you know you lose that match. Totally. Every match is now like very very difficult, and that's what I was telling me is like, you know, we have beat good players before, but are we able? Are, are we going to be able to beat all of them in the same tournament? Are we going to be able to focus for that long? You know, on one tournament, so it, it, it's 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 hard. Everyone is it's a very good player. Right. You think I, uh, Morgan and Sakura? Yes, that's is who, that exactly who you're going to say. Oh, Morgan and Sakura, say. yes. Yeah. Yes, they started the season very well, and yeah. everyone was talking about them. Yes, we lost against them in Chicago, in semifinals. Yes, I you, I think Charlotte's one of those players. Uh, you know, she was playing with Cooey Lion out of Philly, and you know, she, she once she grabbed Allison Morgan, they just kind of meshed together. But Charlotte's finding, you know, each and every match how to play the points better and how to do certain things better. And she's, I mean, she's got all the all the tools in the bag to be, you know, one of the best players. Yes, yes, yes. She, you, she's a very good player. Yeah, you know, so one of the things I guess we didn't get, I probably because I cut you off as you were talking about your background, but but how long have you been actually playing battle for now, Marcel? I started in 2013. Okay. And I was I used to play with Liz Cruz, and then for the last two years I didn't play until this past season I started with Macy again. Okay, so so over that time, what have you kind of seen things uh, that the women's talent pool get get deeper i mean like you said now it's you have a 50 50 chance going to the matches has that changed over the last seven years yes i think there are more uh, tennis pros playing now so the game has become more competitive and i think before it was more you know defensive now you see the women doing you know those drop shots like florentina or driving the ball more or blitzing you know like not just like the you know how it used to be played before so i think the, the game is evolving and and there's more talent talented people out there so it's it's every match is it's difficult well marcella uh we want to thank you so much for being on the show today it's uh it's been a pleasure to have you on and hopefully we can we can talk to you a a time or two through the season and uh hopefully you guys can defend your national title this coming year it'll be uh, (laughs) it's been fun watching you guys and uh we wish you the best for for this coming season well, thank you so much. We hope we can make it next year too because we didn't get to celebrate this year. So <laughs> we'll right. try to win again so we can really save that victory, right? Well, thank you so much for having me and I hope you guys stay safe and healthy. Thanks, Thank Marcella. you, Marcella. Thanks you have Marcella. a great day. Okay, thank you. You too, guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Join us next time with eight-time national champion Scott Mansinger and Flip Goodspeed. Remember to send in any questions or suggestions to info at insidethewires.com and check out some gear at xenonpaddle.com. I'm Blake, he's Ben, and that's Noah. Cheers. Cheers.